Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Iran was the largest supplier of crude oil to South Africa in 2007. Now, when I look at this, my inner conspiracy theorist, actually I don't have an inner conspiracy theorist because I like everything to be based on facts. Um, but I look at this and I think maybe, you know, all the money that the government makes from tax, from not fixing ESCOM, so we all have to fi- um, fill up generators. We're sending all of our coal to, well, never mind the, the whole Ukraine story, but it's just, it's one thing after another after another. When something doesn't make logical sense to me, I immediately know within my head that it's corrupt because otherwise it would make logical sense. So let's look at uh, what's happening with Sassel is participating currently in a $900 million polymer joint venture with the Iranian state-owned petrochemical company called PARS Petrochemical, um, which produces ethylene as well as high and low density polyethylene. That's, that's plastics. Right, The joint venture is known as the Aria Sassel Polymer Company. Iran and South Africa have equally invested 1.35 billion, not rands, nope, not dollars, euros. South Africa and Iran have jointly invested 1.35 billion euros in the project. For polymers, for plastics... I thought the world was moving away from plastics. What am I not understanding about this relationship, about Iran, South Africa? So I thought I need to, I need to understand both from the dip- diplomatic side as well as from the side of South Africa's brand and our reputation. You know, when you, when you hang out with the naughty kids in the, in the schoolyard, you're going to be branded a naughty kid. You know, show me somebody whose friend, Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. That's, that's, that's the sentiment. So I thought, well, let's get hold of uh, Saul Malobi. Saul Malobi is a brand South Africa expert. He's the CEO and group chairman of Brand Hill Africa. He's a business excellent and brand leadership award winner, and he's a former South African ambassador to Palermo in Italy. So uh, good morning, Saul. How are you? He's also the host of a show here on Haifim, a very popular show on a Sunday. Morning, Saul. How are you? Good morning, Katie, and good morning to High FM listeners, and happy festive season to you <laughs> and to and you everyone. too. And to you too. You know, you always sound like you have joy in your voice. You always do actually have joy in your voice. You're a very joyful person, which which is yeah possibly why you aren't in politics anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> happiness happiness is a choice. So every morning I choose to be happy. Oh, I do love despite that despite all the challenges. Absolutely. So can we talk about brand South Africa, and you know being judged as the naughty kid because of our friends and our alliances, with, especially with Iran. Yes. Um, from a branding perspective, we say uh, your associations are very critical um, as they impact on your reputation. Yes. Yes, we, we can move from this premise and then from there then we go into, into global affairs. 
then there is an element of sophistication which is needed in 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 understanding uh, the global order. But the key weight that cuts across your international relations or, or diplomacy is what we call um, pragmatism. But also there are people who say in in politics we don't have we don't have friends we have interests. Yes. Um, and, and for that it means um, you you may be my friend today, but the next morning uh, if you are not continuing to serve my interests, I may have someone else as my as my friend someone who is an enemy to you or an opponent to you but now um the the consistency in south africa's um international relations to a large extent especially if we look at their relationship we with iran is that um there is an element of commitment towards um the UN positions. Yes, historically we had the relationship with Iran, but our listeners may remember that after the United Nations um, uh, took a resolution to impose sanctions against Iran, uh, South Africa supported that that action, and they then um, 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 stopped um, uh, ordering oil from from Iran. Uh, people may remember that um, um, we then negotiated a, a, a grace period with the UN mechanisms to allow us to to identify new oil sources as we were withdrawing from from Iran. And our listeners may also remember that during that period of sanctions against Iran, even uh, MTN couldn't repatriate um, their 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 resources um, uh, capital out of Iran simply because um, we were obliging with the the internet uh, the, the resolution undertaken um, by by the United Nations. And it was only after uh, relations were harmonized uh, between the UN member states and Iran that we, we, then, we then resumed our, our trade links with them. And perhaps listeners should also look at uh, the, the BRICS acceptance of Iran into into its its membership uh, um, within that context that for now uh, the UN doesn't have any resolution that calls for 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 the isolation of Iran and yes uh, politically now if you look at what is happening in the Middle East it then therefore says how do we uh, approach our our relationship with Iran and also countries in the in the Middle East but for me it's all about the difficulties of, of, of diplomacy and I I sometimes this de- defined it as 
the art and science of the possibility. Um, you have to navigate, you know, um, your way around all all the difficulties that may be set um, in front of you for you to be able to reach your desired outcome. Yeah. Uh, so nowadays so- we are saying foreign foreign relations or foreign policy implementation is about protecting your national interests. But at the same time, you don't aim to achieve, to advance your national interests against all costs. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting because, I mean, one thing, it's one thing for MTN to be, um, you know, own 49% of Iran cell. But what's so interesting is how South Africa continues to benefit from a relationship with Iran. So if one looks at what's happening in the Red Sea at the moment with the Houthis, right, from, from, uh, northern Yemen, they are attacking, you know, they're using drones, they're attacking shipping. Um, it's really, it's financially, it's punishing both Egypt and, uh, and Eilat, which is the, the Israeli main port, or it's a big port, southern port. Um, and all of those ships at a huge cost are being, you know, diverted to go around Cape Town, which is definitely to the financial benefit of South Africa. So, you know, maybe there's, there's, uh, well, I think that there's possibly definitely more, more to this than, uh, than meets the eye. So unfortunately, that's where we have to leave it. We've got to get to news headlines, but thank you very, very much for your time. And it's always a pleasure. And thank you for playing us such beautiful, beautiful music on a Sunday. I'm just taking the opportunity. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Kathy. Okay, God thank bless you, Saul. <laughs> Bye. That's Saul Malobi. He's a brand South Africa expert, chief executive officer and group, and group chairman at Brand Hill Africa.